And welcome to the M2 Podcast. This is basically the season finale for season three. This is the show where we cover video games, pretty much all gaming industry related news, esports and personalities, technology innovation. But really what we're sitting down for today is Kyle and I, we're going to talk about the year in review, like what we got out of it and how we felt about the podcast and pretty much everything like that. It's mostly for the listeners who's been around for a bit. So it's for the real yeah, ones, baby. It really oh, it is. is. It's it really, real that's ones, why yeah. we're wearing the hoodie, the real that's ones. That's why we're repping it, dude. people that got the video, <laughs> we're wearing real ones here. Shout out to the H2 real ones. Anyways, <laughs> uh, what have you been up to, Kyle? Like, what, what's been going on last week? Dude, this last week? You know what I played? I played Fortnite. Chapter 4, baby. Oh, that's right. Chapter you did say that. Four. Oh, dude. Pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I will say, a lot of bugs. And I ran into a lot oh, of yeah. bugs. <laughs> um, I guess they, what I read, they added like Unreal Engine 5 assets or parts of Unreal Engine 5 into the game. And uh, yeah, needless to say, it is, uh, there's um, a good chance you'll run into a bug or two like every other match, <laughs> whether it's like... Um, is it game breaking? Some of them kind of are, not gonna lie. There's one where it's like, it's a movement bug where you're just like, essentially stuttering forward and you're moving like two miles an hour even though you're full sprinting uh that one's actually you can easily correct that one because like um in the game they added this like this hammer it's like a mobility item and you like yeah. pound it on the ground and you fly have you seen it like i have I've seen, I've seen clips on uh twitter with people doing it as um uh the witcher Geralt. no it's pretty dope like yeah, but it's it's really like fun movement ability where you just pound the ground, you get like four charges, and it takes like a while to recharge. But um, but that oftentimes using that is what causes the bug that gives you like the movement stuff. So I ran into that a couple times. That was kind of frustrating, but easily correctable at least in my case. Um, there was one that uh, there was one that just completely like where sprint just doesn't work. So like especially if you're playing no build. You just you run, but you cannot sprint. <laughs> so like you're just like stuck, like just the regular running pace. Um, and then simultaneously, when that happens too, for some reason the red dot reticle on one of the new ARs will just break, so you don't get a red dot, even though it's like you know, first person. <laughs> it's just like you have no red dot and you can't sprint. Um, that was pretty interesting. That that was like more so annoying. I couldn't sprint. I just I would make sure to just like be sure that I had a hammer because it makes mobility a little easier. Um, but yeah, you it's. That was pretty frustrating. Um, and the most, the biggest game-breaking one that I didn't experience, but a couple of my buddies did, was <laughs> sometimes you literally can't reload. Like, you, you can't reload your weapon. Like, they, they go to shoot, run out of ammo, and, like, they can't reload. The animation doesn't work. When they go to reload, it says they're already reloading, even though they're not reloading. So they're just broke. Like, they can't, like, do anything. Sometimes they were able to correct it, but sometimes, like, there was one game where we were in the final circle, and, like, we had to, it was, like, a, it was, like, 3v8 or something like that, and our teammate couldn't do anything, because he couldn't reload, and he couldn't, like, fix it. So. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like, that was crazy. bad. Um, yeah, a couple of my buddies got that. Uh, one of them was able to correct it mid-game, <laughs> luckily, but, um, yeah, there's some cases where it was just, like, really bad. Um, yeah, there's just, and apparently there's more that I didn't experience thankfully but yeah there's there's just bugs like that that are just in the game now <laughs> it's like just run into it how did that even happen because like they're not known for doing that epic games like just releasing stuff that isn't finished yeah, I mean, or just bug filled mess 
yeah, I mean, that's, you know, the reputation I've always thought they've had, so. Um, but yeah, when I was playing this, I was like, wow, this is like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I had a lot of fun, and I, like, definitely want to play again, but I'm not looking forward to running into those bugs again, because I'm sure I will at some point, so. Kind of just is what it is. I mean, it's still a fun game, but yeah, it's, uh, those bugs. First time I've, like, experienced stuff like that in Fortnite, so. Um, other than that, gameplay was fun, though. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I was trying to think if I played anything else. I don't know if I did this week, to be honest. Um, just kind of chilling. Uh, watched some football on the weekend, you know, with the boys. Uh, yeah, nice. Other than that, yeah, it was, uh, not too much else. Just kind of a, a chill week. I was, uh, I got back from vacation and immediately got sick. So just kind of like yeah. <laughs> a bunch of, uh, recovery. You're feeling better though. Yeah. Right? No, I am. I am. Um, that's good. Yeah. I ended up getting COVID like immediately <laughs> when I got back. So, um, that was a little over a week ago now, though, so I'm finally starting to kind of come off of it. But, but yeah, it was a it was a rough little period there for sure. So yeah, glad you're glad you're feeling better now. Yeah, for sure. And you know, we got the uh, got the Christmas uh, attire on. Bought a bunch of SSG merch. One of the things I bought was a Christmas sweater. So uh, Dude, that's I'm fire. It's fire. I'm so jealous. Yeah, yeah, I got it on sale too. So you know, fire, dude, straight fire. I love it. It's like nice so and warm. Good. Like I'm already probably too hot but i'm gonna keep it on so <laughs> <laughs> yeah for me right now i just put on the hoodie because it's like it's freezing in my uh my place right now so i was like i need to put something on and i was like i don't think i've worn this in a while on the pod so <laughs> that's also why i have a beanie on i was like it's cold up in here man <laughs> yeah. yeah we're chilling um i mean i think the i think it was like in the 60s over here so um it was like a kind of warm but kind of not so yeah oh, you're lucky man it's been like below 40s for me yeah but i'm not yeah. that far away from you which is nuts yeah it's pretty crazy i mean i know in the mornings and stuff it's definitely in the 40s but uh it was a little bit warm the past couple days so yeah you know yeah. i like i mean i like the cold weather especially around christmas like i want to wear stuff like this you know and not be boiling that's true that's true <sighs> i've been busting out my thermal socks which i was on like the slopes right now snowboarding yeah <laughs> <laughs> um um, I don't know. Did you play anything this week, Mike? I know you played some stuff this week. Of course, I usually do. Um, pretty much the main thing. So I, I did do. So aside from games, I did do a little bit of binge watching on uh, like TV shows and stuff like that. I think the big one I was watching was White Lotus and went through like the entire first season in a day. Um, it's on HBO. It's pretty good. I enjoyed it. But outside of that, with when it comes to video games, I was playing a little bit of Halo. I think. Yeah, I was playing a little bit of Halo uh, Infinite, and then I was trying to play Halo 2, but it wouldn't set up and work. I gotta figure that out later. Um, the rest has been, like, Battlefield, man. Battlefield 2042 is pretty dang good. I'm enjoying it. Uh, and Overwatch, too. I've been, I've been playing a bunch of Overwatch. Here's... Can I talk about something ridiculous? Talk about something ridiculous. With Overwatch 2. I did my placement rounds, and I was like, normally I do damage, um, and I'll just do, like, ranking with damage all the way through, but then I was like, you know what, I haven't played support in a while, I feel like I'm a good support player. I play as uh, Kiriko, and I mostly have, I'm at least the better healer on average than the people on the opposite team, and... Uh, one of the one of my friends that I was playing with, he kept saying it was like, oh yeah, we were playing against like Platts, Diamonds, sometimes like the Master ranks or like Champions or whatever, not Master, um, the one above Diamonds, and we were winning. Like I have a seventy percent, well sixty nine, uh, percent win percentage 
on um, Tariko, but then after I got placed, I got bronze one. <laughs> bronze five is the oh. lowest rank you could possibly get. And not only that, like we were playing my placement rounds together and we were winning. And after I got placed, we could no longer play together because our ranks were so, like, the differential was too huge. Yeah. So, I thought that so like, was like a bug and they fixed that. Am I right or am I wrong? Well, I don't know. He he said my, my rank had to be bugged, but I don't know what the deal is. It's like, I thought for sure, uh, maybe I'm just playing support wrong. Because I thought support is like, you try to go for most heals, you try to stay alive, like, least deaths, get picks where you can, especially as, like, Kariko. Maybe there's something else to it. Like, I do shoot a lot just to, like, shoot down angles and not try to, um, like, I don't really care about accuracy too much is what I'm getting at. So yeah. it's like, I'll hold down an angle just to, like, to keep shooting. Because it's, like, projectile base. I'm, like, I'm just hoping somebody peeks, you know? I'm trying to get the peak. It's, like, a habit I can't get rid of from Halo. I'm always doing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, shoot, pre-shooting corners, expecting people to appear. So, I, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I was a little bit disappointed in that. But after this episode, I got a Halo Rec League match. We're doing those every Thursday. So Nice. Nice. How's that going? Having fun. Uh yeah, uh, so we've we've this is gonna be our third week. We swept our first week. The second week we got on and we lost the first game, and then I guess it's not even a reverse sweep. They won the first game and then we smoked them the next three. There you go. Um, we okay. were worried we would have to get a sub. I I hit up Nick. And I asked him if he was interested. <laughs> and Nick was uh, like, uh, "I got to pick up the wife at ten ten thirty, and I'm just like, "It starts at nine thirty. <laughs> and I told him it started at 9.30 before that even, like, he even told me about his <laughs> need to pick up his life. I'm like, dude, you can't do a best, it's a best of five series, by the way. You can't do a best of three in 30 minutes. Yeah, right? God. <laughs> like, heck, this man? guy, this freaking guy. Yeah, I was, I was giving him a little bit of a hard time. <laughs> but, yeah, man. That's pretty much it. That's all I've really been up to, like, playing a little bit of games here and there. I've been... I've been really, really thinking like this holiday season with everything slowing down, I'll get a little bit more free time and I will be working from home. And that's really what I've been spending a lot of my time on is like get so far ahead of work where I can like still be at home, but all my stuff's done or I'm waiting on other people. Like I can't progress any further on my right. projects because I'm waiting on information um, and use that time to basically go back and like finish Cyberpunk 2077 or t yeah, 2077 rank up my guns and like battlefield and just overall chill watch some tv shows you know that's the play bro for real yeah, yeah dude holidays got me uh got me thinking about you know like what do i do like i mean we're already like i guess you know <laughs> almost a week out from christmas and i'm like i gotta buy stuff and make sure i got things planned out so yeah be uh somewhat of a busy weekend i think on that front at least for me i know that yeah, but it's, it's holiday yeah. season baby it's a good time of year. About to get some nice break in. Um, yeah, I uh, looking forward to everything. But yeah, you you got the right idea though. Just when it comes to work, it's just getting out of the way as much as you can, and then you pretty much get a free break. <laughs> so that's a hundred percent what I'm trying to do right now. It's like because I've used all my vacation time. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I've used all my vacation time at work. So I'm just really, uh, really just trying to bust my butt to get ahead of everybody else. Because we do have deadlines coming up in January. It's like, if I can finish my portion of the deadlines early, then I'm just chilling. I'm hanging out. So, yeah. 
yeah. work harder, longer hours now, so that when everybody's not doing anything, I'm chilling as well. That payout, baby, it's worth it. It's worth it. Yep. Show. Anyways, should we tell the people like what the actual plan is yeah. for the episode? I think so. So, yeah. so I, I guess I guess the overall plan is to just go through. Um, we actually have segments that we've listed out so far. And Kyle was the one who came up with these segments. It is uh, the what aged well, the what didn't age well, the most intriguing story, and the most surprising story. Then we're going to talk about a little bit of metrics when it comes to like guest episodes, our overall most viewed, um, shortest one, just like little things just about the podcast. And then I think probably the biggest story of the year we're going to continue on and give a little bit more of an update to. Yeah. And how that progressed. So Save that for the stay end. Stay around for the end yeah. to check that out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, overall, yeah, you hit it. We're going to do kind of like, it's not the M2 Podcast Awards, but it's kind of just like, you know, superlatives and um, the end of season three because, you know, it's, we're, I mean, season three is done after this, which is crazy to think about. I mean, I was going back and looking through the episodes. It's like, it's like we talked about that th- three or four months ago, but it feels like we just did that last week. It's like, it's kind of crazy. Did, like, before we even get into the metrics, I'll bring it up again, I'm sure. But we have 45 episodes that we did this year, and 29 of them are in video format on Spotify. But all of them are on video format on YouTube. Okay. And it's just like, it's kind of wild that we've already hit, like, tech, it's like 45 episodes, but we're really past that. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of yeah. wild, man. It's it's crazy, dude. I I have to say, I am like, it's stupid proud of us. <laughs> like it just the consistency <laughs> so we've had, <laughs> the consistency we've had, um, the amount of like news we've covered, and just like just we've stayed on it. And um, I don't know, dude. I'm I'm super proud of this work. So I mean, looking back and just seeing like the, just looking through all the videos, you just see like forty five, forty six, like really good quality pieces of content in my eyes um yeah it's, it's really awesome so i'm i'm proud of us mike i'm did, proud too, we done man. Did good i'm man. proud and i'm like and i'm also excited for what's going to be happening in the future for like the next season because there are ideas that i know i have that i haven't mentioned to you and i'm sure you have some ideas that you haven't mentioned me yet yeah. and it's like it's gonna be pretty cool to have like a little bit of a reset of uh, a break just to enjoy like the holidays and get to the new year but like really trying to figure out where we can make things better and yeah. improve. Yeah, that's a big thing. I definitely want to do something different or something better with each season for sure. At the you know at the bare minimum, so <laughs> you know if we yeah. do stuff throughout the season too, that's great. But um, but yeah, definitely want to progress forward in some aspect, which I think uh, I already have a good idea of how we're going to do that for the next season. But again, we're going to have like three or four weeks here where we can just kind of like talk and get all. Get all yeah. the holiday stuff out of the way and then really sit down and say, okay, well, how do we uh, want to do this? So, yeah, very much looking forward to it. But I wanted to stop and smell the roses a little bit. We did it, baby. <laughs> Season three. It's in the can, dude. Kind of crazy. Let's go. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, I mean, where do we want to start here? I mean, I, I, think, I think we could talk about we... what, what do you want to do? You want to do most surprising story first? You want to do what we thought was most intriguing? How do you want to go about it? I think we should start off with. The what aged well. We'll do what aged well and then what didn't age well. I like that. Like it. And these are not like the M2 podcast like episodes. 
that aged well or it's mostly just like the topics of the news and everything that came out and how those like ended up aging yeah that makes more sense yeah yeah and i'll let you speak on these i know uh i know you picked them so um and you had some pretty good uh we talked before the show too you had a really good kind of outline of everything so um yeah, yeah. so I'll, I'll talk about the f- i'll talk about what aged well and then i'll let you talk about what didn't age well all right let's go <laughs> so the for what aged well i put down a, a handful of things but they're mostly two episodes of ours that was episode 10 and episode 32 uh, where we basically covered in episode 10 we just covered the halo tv show and in that one the main topic was like more than 90 million dollars and 265 script drafts later halo is finally becoming a tv show was the title of the article that we reviewed which i remember going through and basically reading and be like how many more red flags do you need you know it was like <laughs> it's paramount plus it's a new platform right and they're spending 90 million dollars and how many script drafts it's like i'm sure maybe that's like maybe that's a little bit more than average right who knows how many script drafts there's actually like actually are but it's like halo's an established franchise that's an established story with the main character that's already done in supporting cast why are we over here messing around <laughs> with 265 script drafts so i think we were uh i think the overall sentiment in our in our review was like cautiously optimistic you know yeah do you yeah. remember that yeah i do and remember that it, what ended up happening is a total blunder where it bombed out remember this it bombed out but it was like no sorry excuse me it popped off because of the name halo right then it got like review bombed and then what ended up happening is because it popped off based on analytics they got greenlit for season two and then i think they threw out season two after they got review bombed so the early announcement of the halo 2 tv show did not age well like at all yeah yeah that's a it's a uh it's a good way of putting it um yeah i'll be i'll be honest i didn't sit down and watch the show personally um but i'm right there with you with from what i heard it was kind of just like you know for halo sake, yeah this is great a halo tv show on paper it sounds you know without any context or anything yeah like you could i mean just like with anything with any adaptation you could do really well or really poorly um mm-hmm. and, and i think overall it's just it's definitely not what halo fans wanted <laughs> so um yeah it and, wasn't you know, for halo fans the yeah. uh the <laughs> The the writer had never played the games before. Yeah, which is like anything about it. It's oh, it man. doesn't make sense. It's kind of like with the Witcher series right now. Um, Henry Henry Cavill ended up leaving the Witcher series because the directors and writers didn't play the games, didn't read the books, didn't know anything about the story, and they fundamentally like flawed everything. And Henry was like, "I'm out. Sorry, I'm not doing it." Yeah, which you know I can't blame him for a situation like that. So, yeah, I, I think um, I think it's definitely something that didn't age well. Um, could have aged better for sure. But uh, yeah, man, Halo Halo TV series. Um, they they have a season two. I don't know how many people are like excited to watch it after <laughs> season one, especially if you're like a Halo fan. Um, I mean I don't know if you're if you're not 
well-versed in that universe and you don't know much about Halo and you go into it, it might be your kind of thing. Um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say it's like bad to everyone, but, but yeah, certainly in the, uh, for people that play the Halo games, you're probably, it's probably one to pass on <laughs> in terms of Halo adaptation, yeah. um, which is rather yeah. unfortunate. So, uh, so it do be like that sometimes, you know? <laughs> it do, it do indeed be like that. <laughs> uh, I think, so here's the the next topic that I thought was actually worth um, mentioning. It looks like I made a typo or I typed it twice. But it was episode 32 where we went through the next-gen GPU architecture by NVIDIA. Like, I felt like this was probably a really heavy-hitting episode. And you, you could probably agree with me. We talked, this is what aged well. We talked about NVIDIA's next-gen GPU architecture. So episode 32, this is before the 40 series um, released. Then we talked about the PS5 DualSense Edge, which would be like a direct competitor to the Xbox Elite controller with the paddles. Then we followed it up with the Twitch exclusivity, which I thought was actually pretty, pretty surprising too. Like Twitch doing away with their exclusivity before you could only stream uh, live content on Twitch and on Twitch only when you became a partner or an affiliate. But then they got rid of that and was just like, okay, well, you can stream anywhere you want, but you can't do it simultaneously anymore. So I thought that was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and the last thing was that that's the episode, or that week was when we found out that DICE isn't giving up on Battlefield 2042. Yeah. And I thought is. that was going to be like a lost cause. And yes. I'm over here playing Battlefield yes. 2042 now. Let's go, baby. So it took... Actually, we could do this... So what was this? Episode 32? We're on episode 47? Yep. We are. So 13 episodes later... 13 weeks later. I'm over here less than 13 weeks later. I'm playing Battlefield 2042. It's fixed. It plays great. It's a load of fun. I've been watching YouTube content as well. See, that's... So. this, Mike, this is the thing in gaming we love to see from... A fall from grace and kind of yes. a you know rise towards the end. I think uh I no, I did I I couldn't agree more. This episode had some bangers of news articles. I mean, we're just talking about, you know, next gen GPU architecture and I, I think the um I think the story the my, one of my favorite articles was like Corsair's new monitor that they talked about. Uh yeah. which is like the <laughs> that curved the monitor you could yeah, the the bendable monitor, which I think is super dope. It's like some crazy technology. Um yeah, the, I mean yeah, I, I love that. Um, yeah, the DualSense Edge, I'm very curious to see how that controller is going to play. I mean, that's, we're, yeah. what, a month or two out from that? I mean, that's going to be awesome to see. Um, but yeah, but, I mean, yeah, when you, when you showed me this and I saw the little, like, little dice portion of the, uh, <laughs> of the title, I was like, oh yeah, this is like, or, you know, of the description, I was like, yeah, this is the, this is one of the, uh, this is one of the good signs of like, hey, Battlefield 2042 might be playable soon, so, um. And yeah, it, it seems was. it seems sure enough it is, dude. And um, it's good to see, um, you know, a year after it came out, but it's still recovered. Most there's some that can't say that. So, hey, <laughs> so man, I think it's... there's yeah, they put in more content and more effort into Battlefield 2042 than Halo Infinite. They like because people people kind of forget Battlefield 2042 came out in October, like October 13th, I think. I think that's right. You might want to check me. But Halo Infinite came out early on December eighth, so yeah. Well, they multiplayer they fixed. Came out, yeah, anyway. Yeah, but 
but they fixed it. Yeah. Like they, they fixed Battlefield before Halo Infinite, and I thought that was pretty surprising. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. <laughs> you said it, dude, not me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I thought it was surprising. So, that game, Halo, I don't want to get into Halo really, but we already talked about the Halo TV show. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So, so I, I think that's what I, I had to pick for like what aged well. Yeah. I think, I think that week where we found out about Nvidia's new gen architecture and how like what the promising like what it was the rumors of the 4090 series and how like performance wise it was going to be a beast they didn't mention anything about physical size um <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's pretty good yeah banger yeah i know um this is also when they you know the ps5 the price increase was going to happen in select regions it's like all regions yes. but the u.s got a price increase for the ps5 just kind of that was like the only kind of weird article that was like a downer but everything else was like anyway it was awesome so yeah. yeah this is this is definitely in the ranks for one of the top episodes i think of the year for sure for us because it was just stories just hit that week sometimes you get those weeks where it's just like bang yeah, bang bang fact. it's just oh the stories sometimes are it hits and sometimes it's a dog oh, yeah sometimes <laughs> it's like oh we're working with scraps but you know either way we make it work but yeah this is a this was up there for sure for sure All right, so what do you think didn't age well? I put down one game right off the top because <laughs> yeah. you and I were both very excited. Which I agree with, might I say. Uh, definitely did not age well. I'm going to find the episode too, but the main, uh, the biggest thing that didn't age well was the announcement of uh, Skull and Bones, which for those that don't know is the, uh, the pirate game that was originally based off of uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. The whole kind of ship uh, pirating system there that was supposed to be it was going to be dlc originally and then it got scrapped and they were like oh we're just going to make a whole game out of it um episode 24 yeah 24 I, for those and this is the thing like it's like so assassin's creed black flag that game came out when i was in like i think i was in my last year of high school so probably like 2014 <laughs> something like that 2013 around there i think maybe it was even earlier than that it came out, you know, earlier part of the 2010s. And, uh, and 2013, October 29, yeah. 2013. And so, like, they said, you know, like, you know, we're, we're going to do this DLC-like thing, and, which they probably would have been sick. And then they didn't do it. They were like, oh, you know what? This deserves its own game. And then it kind of just goes through this cycle ever since then of, like, it's in development, it's not. And it's just, like, this weird kind of, like, just developer, like, just hellscape. It's, <laughs> like, the best way to say it. <laughs> So now we get, yeah, and so now um, it, we've, we're finally, like, we reported, and it's like, okay, um, you know, it, it seems like this game is, you know, actually going to get a release date this year. And it's like, oh, it was like, it was like November or something like that. It was supposed to come out at the end of this year. You're supposed to see it. And um, yeah, ever since then, it's, uh, yeah, it, so <laughs> the article here, it says, uh, they were told Skull, Skull and Bones was previously aimed to release earlier in 2022 with the last initial date. Uh, being sometime in September, but then that got pushed to November, and now it's yep. got pushed next year. <laughs> so it's like it's December now, still no Skull and Bones. Um, so yeah, safe to say, I don't uh, think the whole Skull and Bones thing aged too well. Um, definitely one of the it's just an unfortunate thing to see, especially for a game that has is past cyberpunk levels of delays at this point, and <laughs> we still just like don't really know what's going on. It's kind of just like a 
the game's gonna come out i i don't trust any date that's set until i see like a solid like 30 minutes of gameplay or something ridiculous you know what i'm saying it's uh it's not looking yeah. good mike it's not looking good i won't believe it until i see like a review from ign the verge uh any any real gaming website kutaku kotaku whatever uh i need to see like actual gameplay like you're talking about yeah. and if it gets any bad reviews whatsoever it's like i'm not touching it no <laughs> i'm not shot. either dude i'm gonna be honest i'll be real with you uh i ain't touching it if i don't see some solid uh solid stuff here i mean we're talking about a decade at this point <laughs> almost that you know, yeah. we still haven't seen this game so it just gets worse and worse man i mean that's oh you know... yeah it went through like four or five different developers too yeah, I mean, that? that's, yeah, I mean, it was. It's it's so, it's, it's the worst scenario for a game, game, you know. It's the absolute worst scenario, and I'm hoping for the best. Who knows? 2023 could be the year. If it is the year, you know, you'll hear it on the show. But we'll see, dude. I don't know. I don't know about this game. I don't think we're seeing it. <laughs> just yeah, to be honest. Yeah, and maybe it just gets canceled all entirely. You know, could I think it might could be a thing. Yeah. yeah. No real. <laughs> No real way of knowing until we find out. Was there anything else in the uh, the didn't age well category? I don't know. You know, I, uh, I I'm sure there may have been something else, but there was there was nothing that was memorable for me. Of like, oh yeah, that really didn't age well. Um, that was a really that was definitely, a, in my opinion, probably one of the best examples it was the Skull and Bones. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there wasn't too much else, at least that I remember, unless you uh, unless you had something off the dome. Well, off the dome, there was like one more that I thought of was uh, Dead Island Two, because they teased it at the uh, the Gamers Fest, right? Yeah, Game Fest. And yeah. you were well, Summer Games Fest. They did a they yeah they they did like a a bait tease, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was like briefly that would have been a didn't age well category because it was it's sensitive. Yeah, because <laughs> they've been like, delaying it oh, for as long as it's going my game. But then uh, stab me in the back. I mean, you know that's that still kind of hasn't aged well a little bit though because like so they teased that game, they announced it at Gamescom that yeah. I think it was slated to come out. Um, I think in like February. I think it was when it was slated January February, and now. It's slated to come out in like April, so it got delayed again, <laughs> and because I guess they're doing like the finishing polishes or any you know finish polish or anything like that, um, they're kind of just closing it out. So it got delayed yet again, even though <laughs> it was supposed to come out in like February. So rather unfortunate, but at the same time, I guess I can understand. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things though. You know, it's to a point where it's been so long <laughs> that we haven't heard anything. Like 2014, they announced it. 2015, they announced it, and then it's like, I mean. You know, it's been this long. You announce it, but still have to delay it. It's like, come on! Like, if you're gonna del- if you're gonna take that long, you better be you you better be certain that sure. it's gonna come out on that date. Because if you delay it again, it's like you, you might as well have just waited. <laughs> like, if you didn't feel like you were ready. Um, yeah, that's a good point too. Then again, I'm, so not, really, I'm not a developer. I don't you know know the cycle. Maybe uh, maybe they were sure, and then all of a sudden you know somebody bro, you know erased the code base and cycle that last ten years, dude. <laughs> I know, but like you never know. Ain't no cycle. Maybe, dude. Maybe someone. Maybe someone messed up the code base, Mike. They have to reprogram like all the meshes and stuff. You know what I mean? You just don't know. Yeah, I, guess. I mean, you know, speak it out yeah. my butt. But you know, some some developer related could have happened. 
I guess I can give the benefit of the doubt. But we're getting the game Whatever for four takes, months later, so <laughs> whatever. Didn't age well in the end, I guess. Yeah, I think that's pretty much the games are the only things that didn't really age well. I, I don't think we've covered an article that we thought was going to be trash. Yeah, I think there were some weeks where we were like, eh, there's not much to really cover. We're still waiting on information from some places or like, and there's not much to it, you know, like it's kind of out of, out of our control at that point. For sure. Um, but I don't think we actually covered anything that would have been like a bad hit, you know? Yeah, definitely not. You can argue that our top story at the very end didn't age well, but we'll get to that at the end. <laughs> so I think it's I, I think it is too early to decide when it comes to that. We'll get we'll get okay, to it. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I, I love uh, how do you thoughts. feel how do you feel about the most intriguing story? Should most intriguing let's... story. This was I think this is what I asked you about. But like after you explained it, I agree with you. It's, oh yeah, um, you were just like, what's intriguing about it? Yeah, I was like, what is it? And you were like, all right, of this? You, I was like, yes. Here, I'll explain it. You can go ahead and uh, pull up episode 27 for the people that are just watching on video, and I'll go ahead and explain it. Um, this is the Phase Clan goes public, Intel GPUs and CPUs, Discord to Xbox, and Stray. So episode 27 was close to like 12, 10 weeks ago. So nearly two and a half months. Um, the reason why I put this on the le- the list is like the most intriguing story. It's like this is the final breakthrough, like the first breakthrough of Intel coming back about their CPU prices going up when AMD is releasing their new um, chipset AM5. That's going to cost a little bit more, but the performance is like vastly better than it was in AM4. Um, also, at the same time, they're releasing and teasing their GPU specifications and performances, where they were talking about like a new architecture entirely of how they like process computing in the gpus to make it better for gaming and at an affordable rate to compete against nvidia and amd and at the same time this is where like nfts were popping off um even i guess it's still that was going down like the crypto stuff but it was like minecraft basically publicly said and stated they're not doing in-game nfts and i thought that was really interesting because that's a game that would probably be perfect for nfts (laughs) <laughs> yeah, how, how like customizable it was and then you got phase clan going public at a 725 million dollar evaluation and i'm assuming i lost my mind because i don't understand how it's worth that much <laughs> like today <laughs> no. so i'm sure i was freaking out in the episode and uh just general things about um nintendo limiting the wii u and 3ds shop uh, their eShop, so they basically came out and they are like, okay, we're not going to put Wii U and 3DS games anymore in the eShop. Probably not making sales, but it's one of those things where we were just talking about how Nintendo does sales for their games, digitally. And then the last one, which is now a reality, it's out of beta. I'm pretty sure it's out of beta, at least. Yeah, and be. you can get on Xbox console and PlayStation console. Um, Discord voice chat is now on Xbox, PlayStation, phone, whatever. And that is awesome because I am tired of playing competitive pick games and cross-play games and you guys are like, join the Xbox party chat. And I'm just like, no, I'm not joining any Xbox party chat. (laughs) It's delayed. It's laggy. It's trash. I'm not talking to you through the game either because I can't hear you in the cutscenes. What we're doing here is we're using Discord or Zoom. I'll use TeamSpeak before I use (laughs) Xbox party chat. That's fantastic. Oh, man. 
but that that was uh that was pretty much the main thing that i think all of that encompassing was like really interesting and that's also um the same week that stray the video game came out the yeah. cat game review roundup yeah we did stuff for that too yeah yeah man pretty was, uh, pretty solid i thought that was a really good week for news that's like another... stray was popping off do you remember that they had like yeah. all 100 stars and crazy like it was they were getting oh. review bombed but in a positive way what is that <laughs> Bomb, dude. Uh, I have no whatever idea. you could call it a spirit bomb, you know, like Goku is like lifting go. up his spirits. That's what like Stray was powering up for like an entire week, dude. Um, yeah, I'm gonna edit like a like <laughs> thing coming out of my ears. <laughs> Please edit that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this this was another really solid episode, probably top five of like the year because it was yeah. just like solid stories and good updates and um and yeah, I mean the whole like Nintendo uh. Nintendo closing the Wii U and 3DS eShops. Uh, that's actually now, I think, uh, it, says, it says the funds. Um, so the, the funds cutoff date was end of August, so you couldn't buy more funds after that. And uh, you had to use the funds until end of March of next year, so that's coming to a close. But yeah, the platform's ending in March, <laughs> which is, you know, now just a few months away. Um, yeah. So it's coming to a close, man. Rest in peace the Nintendo eShops for the Wii U and 3DS. I'm be honest. How many people do you think are using a Wii U nowadays, Mike? If you had to guess, right now a Wii U, a Wii U. I mean, I man, worldwide or are we talking the United States? Worldwide, I don't worldwide. Know. I, worldwide, there's gotta be at least like buck fifty, buck hundred. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's in the thousands for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I would agree. Just base statistics, man. We got seven billion people on the planet. The Wii U is like the highest selling console of all time. Is it really? Dang. I mean, I know PS it's got, it's PS2 is the highest. I don't know what. I don't know what. Yeah. I mean, yeah, PS, PS2. yeah, PS2 is definitely the highest. Forget, the Wii is no joke. The Wii, like, not the original Wii, banger. But yeah, Wii U. Yeah. I thought I always thought of Wii U as like the black sheep. I don't know if I'm like, <laughs> you know, when it comes to Nintendo's Wii, consoles, Wii I was one U people was, didn't like, uh, but. It was the console people didn't like because it didn't have significant upgrade, but it still sold. It was like, I mean, yeah. if you didn't already get the Wii, which was everybody, you got the Wii U. And if you got the Wii U while you had the Wii, then you just wasted your money almost. <laughs> I was like, that was yeah. why people kind of heated about Wii U. Yeah, A couple I mean, other things, but I mean, that was the main sentiment. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it sold as bad as a Nintendo product will sell, which any Nintendo, especially it, hardware... Things. Yeah. I mean, like they're still gonna get sales right um but yeah I, I would i mean i wouldn't put money on it but i'd be willing to say that you know the wii u is probably uh one of the uh least selling consoles they put out that was like out of the wii the wii u and the switch um i feel like the switch is just it's up there with wii it probably i don't even know if it's touch wii yet but um then again i felt like we covered that at some point this year and i'm just forgetting <laughs> about like console sales but um but yeah wii u I still think it. I still think it hits, dude. It hit like the others. I know this man's looking at numbers right now. I'm just, I'm just staring I'm trying, at this man. Yeah, He's sorry, trying I, I was trying to. The Wii sold 101.63 million. Uh, Game Boy Advance sold 81.51. I'm trying to find the Wii U, uh, and it's not that easy. For instance, Nintendo 64, 32.93 million consoles sold, which is Pretty amazing for the 90s because the production line wasn't that big. And it came out $200? Holy 
<laughs> dude. I didn't know it was 200. Dude, I'm calling my parents and I'm thanking them. Holy crap. Dude, yeah, that, that's another thing, too. You know, I like I just started thinking about that, especially like video games back then and stuff like that. Like you look at the that's numbers true. and it seems small, but then like you realize there weren't that many people gaming back then, and there's no. near, not nearly as much now. So it's like we're there's more people gaming than ever at this point. So the numbers are just naturally going to be inflated. Good Damn. gracious! All right, let's see if I can find the Wii U. Wii U the came Wii out in 2012. And what is this millions? Uh... Best-selling consoles. Okay, so the Wii U sold 13.56 million, whereas the Wii sold 101.63 million. Banger. But there's no... Let's see. Can we find out what... The Switch had to bang. I'm saying. The Switch OLED. Yeah, you're... Top of that. You know what? I gotta give you credit, man. You are absolutely right with saying that the Wii U sold the least out of all the Nintendo consoles. There is, like, I'm not counting uh, Super NES Classic Edition. I'm not counting the disc system from Famicom 1986 <laughs> or the NES Classic Edition from 2016, nor the Color TV game in 1977. Okay. So the Wii U sold less than GameCube, Nintendo 64, Game & Watch, uh, SNES, NES, Nintendo 3DS, Game Boy Advance, Wii, Switch, Game Boy... Jeez. And the DS. So. Didn't bang. Yeah. Didn't bang, as you can see. It did not bang. Ugh. No, it certainly did not. Still not a bad console, you know? Just, uh, compared to the other ones, you know? Wasn't quite yeah. there. So, I mean, you know, that. This store, the Wii, the, you know, the um, Wii U store shutting down, I mean, makes sense, I think, to a certain extent. Uh, 3DS, sad to see go. 3DS. Just like any, yeah. I had a, uh, I had the DS Lite, I think, um, at one point, uh, and then that was like the only DS I think I ever owned, though. I remember the original DS with like the weird like <laughs> design. It like wasn't form, it wasn't a good form factor at all, and it was like it's weird borders. And you got the DS Lite, and that thing was compact and it looked perfect. So, um, but yeah, 3DS, that technology, the 3D technology was really weird, kind of gimmicky, but you know. It was it was interesting for the time, so, um, yeah, but yeah, dude. This dude, episode twenty seven goes down on the list, top five, easily. For yeah, sure. I think so. That was a good one. It's a banger. So, we'll follow up with. I think the last bit I got is the most intriguing. Oh no, sorry, we that was the most intriguing. Sorry, the most surprising story. Okay, this is episode four. It's early on. It's early, baby. Early, early, early. Early, early. Okay, okay. That's like February something or other. Take right now. It's February fifth. February fifth. This is when, on January thirty first, two thousand twenty two, Sony Interactive Entertainment announced its intent to acquire Bungie for three point six billion dollars. The reason why this is on the list, okay, for me. You can correct me, but I'm going to make an argument. Sony, well, actually, let's start off with Bungie. This is what I meant to do. Bungie was pretty much an independent contractor, an independent indie dev, creating like Anthem and like Marathon or whatever, not Anthem, Marathon and all these other games. Then they got contracted by Microsoft Studios to create Halo. They created Halo CE, 2, 3, ODST, and Reach. 
they said, F you, we want to do everything on our own, independent, no help. So we bail out. They create Destiny. But what they do? They signed a lifelong contract, it felt like, to Activision. Then Activision buys Blizzard. You're like pantomime. (laughs) (laughs) Then they buy Blizzard. So it's like Activision Blizzard, arguably one of the worst companies in developer production gaming industry ever. I'm saying it. They've had a rough two years, maybe three years if you want to count it all. Um, EA is still up there, but somehow Activision looks worse. (laughs) And Sony or Bungie signs with Activision Blizzard to create Destiny 1 and 2. Then they get freed again to where they could do whatever they want just for Sony to be like, gotcha. <laughs> so I thought I that know. was super, super like surprising. Thanks. Yeah, if you know the context, this is pretty crazy. Um, yeah. And we even have more context to offer at the end of the show. But I mean, beside not including that, like just from what you were saying. It's pretty, uh, yeah, it was, it was a pretty wild thing. I, I certainly didn't suspect it, um, and most people didn't from what I could see. So, yeah, th- this is definitely the most, one of the most surprising stories we covered this year, for sure. Yeah. Was there anything off the dome or, uh, where you thought it was, like, any stories that came to mind that you thought was surprising? <sighs> no, anything surprising. I mean, I know, I know we covered, um, like, some of the research-related studies we did were pretty interesting. I know we did a... We did a, we covered a story on like you know how gaming affects your mood and forth. I think oh, people yeah, thought no. like you know gaming was like a negative thing, but it turns out oh it's actually really good for you and you know in certain psychological aspects. Um, so stuff like that was interesting. I know we did one on um it was like VR glasses talking about you know um there was some like patent that was developed out of like you know one of the huge research institutions about trying to take the uh you know take the I guess the AR VR um those giant goggles we have now and trying to reduce them down to a pair of just like regular glasses. So stuff like that's interesting seeing those research points. Um, yeah, it's always cool covering stuff like that. So those were, those were definitely surprising stories too, I think. Um, and it has me wondering what we'll discover in 2023, <laughs> what kind of, uh, what things will come out. Yeah, dude, overall news wise, it was kind of a, just a wild year. And I feel like the biggest stuff was like right at the beginning. So um, yeah, it was it, just seeing how stuff has developed. It's been a quite a surprising year, I have to say. Yeah, I feel like it's been pretty good. I really do. Um, that's a good point about the like augmented reality glasses. I thought that was really cool. That's a good mention. A good honorable mention is uh, health in gaming and how it like impacts you. So mm-hmm. you bringing up that like that that's a good memory. I felt like that was a, a very positive episode that we did. Yeah, and just overall, like that was a good segment, just in general. So I yeah. thought that was pretty. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think it's. I, I love getting to cover stuff like that because it's like you know, it's it's something you, it's something you suspect. I feel like, especially if you're in the gaming world, of like, oh yeah, this is like there's d- clear benefits to this, and it's definitely not just all bad. Um, even though some people like to look at it at a point of view that's very negative. Um, but it's not, dude. Gaming's game is awesome, man. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's what we're trying to show. You know, some weeks makes it a little harder because, you know, we get these, like, weird stories about, like, you know, they're acquiring this and acquiring that. And, like, you know, this developer's, like, laid off 1,500 employees. It's like, you know, that stuff sucks. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's all for the love of gaming, you know? So. What's the fact? 
So I think uh, that pretty much wraps up the main, like, what age well, didn't age well, intriguing story and um, surprising stories. Do you want to get into a little bit of the metrics behind, I guess, our year in review before we dive into, I guess, the the main, the biggest news article of yeah. the year? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, Time-wise, we're... Uh... We're we're cooking, so <laughs> we uh we we're we're a little long, so we can definitely uh go through these. I think we get a shotgun them out. So. All right, so I'll go ahead and start. I got Spotify wrapped. This is the metrics from Spotify. So, um, with the platform or like with uh platform, but like with our podcast, we're on every single platform. All of them. Like, I'm pretty sure we're starting to get added to platforms now that I've never heard of, and they're asking me to claim. Um, like, they're like, hey, so we started this new podcast platform. Like, we've already put your, uh, ep- like, your, your, um, your, uh, channel, I guess, on their platform. Come over here and claim it. It's like, ah, dude, like, I don't know you guys. We're not doing that yet. <laughs> but Spotify, one of the most, like, reputable listening platforms, streaming services out there. Um, apparently, we are 97% of the creators in the same category as us. We have created more content. So, sorry, that was a poorly way to say it. <laughs> We've created 3,496 minutes of new content on this year out of 45 episodes. That's more than 97 other creators in the same category as us. 97% of other creators. Yeah, 97%. Thank you. Uh, we're also heard um, in six countries, top five being United States, Canada, Philippines, United Kingdom, and New Zealand. I thought that was pretty cool. Shout out New Zealand, um, baby. Let's go. Shout out New Zealand. I know Australia's on that list, too. I saw a couple of Aussies. We did 45 episodes, 3.4 thousand minutes, and we're like plus a thousand hours listened to over the course of the year. Because we did have a bit of a layoff. I gotta be honest, we had a bit of a dud. Um, before I, before Kyle restats me, and he's like, "Hey, man, I want to like participate in this. Well, like, what, what can we do? Let's work something out." And uh, <laughs> glad you joined. Because look at the numbers, baby. <laughs> the numbers, baby. The numbers. Same. Yeah, I know. There's some. Uh, there's some other ones that you had on the list in our in our doc. Yeah. For yeah. Uh, do Do you want to go through it, or do you want me to mention it? Yeah. No, I can go through them. Um. I also want to mention, I don't know, did you mention the graphic too? So, like, I, I think it's a really cool graphic, Spotify Wrapped, you added, where, like, um, we are the top 10 podcast for eight people, and then we're the top five for, like, seven, and we're the number one for three. So, shout, shout out to y'all, man, <laughs> for yeah, uh, chilling listening to the show. And Thanks for listening. That's dope, man. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's super sick to see that. So, um, very awesome stuff, man. But, yeah, I mean, I, I just want to go through. I have, uh, I have a couple of, uh, couple of th- you know a couple of shows i wanted to mention you know that uh off the top and uh <clears throat> some of the stuff so, some of the, some of the interesting kind of um some some of the interesting points i think throughout the year um we had a uh some of our i guess shorter episodes of the year our, our shortest episode was actually episode six um and um it, it's the only episode we actually hit sub one hour on i think it was, uh in total it was about 57 <laughs> minutes <laughs> so uh like and it's it's funnier i think for mike and i because we always make a joke of all right are we gonna be able to hit sub one hour this week try and make make a short episode and we never do we always go over um, we always try <laughs> we always try we always go over i mean we just for like the talking people that listen, 
Um, we've tried even on the one that's like an hour and a half long. Yeah, <laughs> talking like, like everyone we try. Dude, we just like talking, you know. I mean, what can we say? Um, so yeah, episode six was the shortest. Um, there was an episode that you did, the only solo episode this year. This man right here, ladies and gentlemen, the goat. What can I say? Um, he is, dude. I mean, I'm just gonna show it episode 15. Look at this man. He is solo right now, <laughs> doing the show alone. Um, yeah, dude, dude, yeah, you killed it. Thumbnail looks great. Everything just like you didn't miss a beat. Like, and so, um, yeah, it's really, it's really cool to see that. I was out of town. I was in Kansas City, I think, for Halo. So, it was, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I woke up the next morning. I was like, yeah, "Pockets episode banger," and I listened to it. <laughs> I was like, um, "Yeah, you listened like, to it, and then you and you and Nick, you guys were rooming together, right?" I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. Or, you both were bo- like you both were gassed up over my thumbnail because yeah, so you much- sent that to me i was like dude banker <laughs> so good yeah but yeah, um, it, was, it was a good yeah solid episode number 15 if you wanted a something different you can go back and listen to that one it's a pretty good one um it's yeah like that was days. yeah and yeah this was this was 52 minutes 48 seconds so this is technically our shortest one um but you know it's solo so um there's that um what else do i have here let's see i'll do the opposite we'll do the longest episode of the year longest episode of the year was episode 21 which uh <laughs> episode 21 was a uh was an hour 36 minutes and four seconds <laughs> it was our longest one for sure um and it was really the main reason it was so long is because it was uh the main summer games fest i think kind of uh yeah coverage there <laughs> it's a lot of that so um it was kind of yeah the, the brunt of that was just like yeah, here's everything about Summer's Games Fest. And as you can see from the chapter, I mean, this thing is like half the episode. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and that, now, that also, when, uh, where we talked about Samsung Smart TV with Xbox, and yeah. I was so excited that it finally happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, I think we learned after this, though, that uh, if we're going to do game show coverage, game show, if we're going to do like award show coverage, then we, you know, probably should just save it for an episode. <laughs> yeah. So, um, gives us more time and we get to go more in depth without making a uh three hour long epic um so yeah that was definitely the longest one um it was also the black friday episode just a few weeks ago um just a couple weeks ago i guess um that episode i think was uh i think we can pull it up now that episode was very long definitely our longest one if you count it as a it's a non-original but uh but yeah that was an hour 56 minutes and 58 seconds <laughs> so almost two hours um yeah it was a beast of an episode covered a lot of deals though hopefully if you heard it you got you got to take advantage of some of those um try to do as the best we could there but but yeah it was it was quite a long one so if you didn't if you didn't hear it i don't blame you it definitely wasn't a regular scheduled programming no so solid um uh other than that let's see here uh but much else um i guess i'll mention some of the guest episodes we had uh we had some great guests this year uh i, I really like our guest episodes i thought uh all of them really good um the longest guest episode we had was the one and only spartan boomer um this dude's the goat he's the man um we had him on we, it was yeah it, this was a two hour and 12 minute episode uh, may have been may have been longer than that we just cut out some stuff but we uh i don't know we just couldn't stop talking it was a good time so uh, we just kept going for uh, quite a while but if you're looking if you're looking to see more about an, a very uh very cool outgoing interesting creator 
uh smart movers definitely the episode to go and check out um i don't know if you had any other comments mike on this man right no here. i mean that's that, you've hit the nail on the head like spartan boomer is probably a very interesting like guest to have on because he he uses a voice changer a lot and he's very interactive like the way he does things like i think the main thing we always talked about or we talked about in the episode was how intentional he is with his episodes like when when he goes live he has kind of a set plan of what he wants to do how he wants to handle things like what he wants to show what he wants to display like it's very intentional i think is what we walked away with the thought of yeah and it was just really cool to sit down and talk to him about that and like the new games how he views gaming like his overall life how you balance a full-time job while being a like a streamer as well and you're trying to make it i thought it was a i thought it was a very impactful guest episode to have yeah yeah it's very informative especially if you're trying to be a creator uh it's really good to see you know see one of the uh one of the most underrated how they do it in my opinion so yeah. a very cool episode thank you to boomer for that that's uh the longest one so if you want to sit down and <laughs> get some uh get a snack and a drink and uh, listen to that it's uh there's a lot to learn from that especially if you want to be a streamer so but check that out um the most viewed the guest the number one guest episode of the year mike um goes to lila we had lila yeah. she was the first guest of the of the season um yeah so super super kind of her to come on and talk about you know just managing a time halo pro and kind of just you know her, her love for gaming and everything uh i think overall it was a it, it was it, it was one of our favorites for sure I, I think i liked i think i liked all the guest spots we did i always do like i, I always have fun because oh, yeah. it's just out of the norm and all that um but yeah i mean th this episode's also sitting at 56 views on youtube so it's the best performing and yeah no it was, a, it was overall a good episode you have any uh you have any, you have any thoughts mike i mean that's you hit the nail on the head again <laughs> Like it, it was just great to have her on. She was very outgoing, very straightforward. There was a lot of uh, it, it was very interesting to see her take on her experience with being a manager of a Halo Pro and also um, playing games on like the side. How you juggle that full time as well, um, and just overall takes on basically being like a woman in esports as well. I thought that yeah. was really cool. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot to get from these guest yeah. episodes, guys. I don't know how else to put it. You know trying to bring the value you know what i'm saying <laughs> so um, <laughs> always yeah. value always bring in value that's the goal here especially with the guest episodes i, I you know i always think it's a goal too it's just you know what value can oh, we pull yeah. out of people and what can we show the world so especially in the gaming sphere so but yeah but yeah another really great guest episode um yeah an hour and 30 i think a lot of our guest episodes ran longer but just because you know we always have a good time talking so <laughs> yeah. kind of just flows naturally yeah but yeah shout out to lila for that one very good episode. Um, I think that moves us on to uh, one of the last little bits here, Mike. Most important stuff. So, all right, we, I'll do this next. We'll do uh, the, the the episode that got the most views. It's actually episode 36. It's very interesting. Um, this one right here, we talked about... Uh, um, oh. <laughs> this is the Skull and Bones... Getting delayed again. We talked about that. <laughs> yeah, but I think uh, I think it popped off because the thumbnail was super fire. Oh yeah, um, thumbnail had color. And, I I went hard with the color. I'm not gonna lie, super oh, hard man. with the color. And just I I think the the Logitech G Gaming coming out was brand new and there wasn't a lot of like promotion for it. But everybody knows Logitech, yeah. so I think that's what it was. Yeah, for sure. 
definitely a lot of big brands in this. Um, yeah, 83 views, they're popping off of this. Um, yeah, it's, it's a pretty good articles. Uh, hacker using 2K games as support desk. I thought that was a funny, that was probably one of the funnier articles this year. <laughs> I think we read. It's just like 2K's like help desk getting hacked. Uh, it's like, it's just stuff you don't suspect. Um, yeah, PlayStation doing a reward system, uh, trying to make a, and one of the rewards was better customer support, which is, again, just hilarious. There was a lot of, like, funny articles in this episode. Um, this was certainly one of them, just talking about, you know, PlayStation, uh, with some of the rewards program, you would get priority customer support if you had enough, uh, had enough rewards, which was funny, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's another really funny article. Um, we also talked about Intel's 13th gen processors and, uh, the, uh, the, a lot of the stats and stuff, a lot of the, uh, benchmarks that came out of those, yeah. the spec list and dude, I mean, newbie say more about the 13th gen, they're bangers. It's always surprises me every year. They get better and better until it's pushing the limit. The, yeah. the other thing I, <laughs> that you're probably about to mention too, is Google Stadia getting shut down. Oh yeah, yep. That's that's a pretty pretty big one. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, it was a pretty big one for sure. Um, this is Google shutting down Stadia. It's cloud gaming service. Service remains live for players until January eighteenth, twenty twenty three. It's a month away <laughs> at this yeah. point. Um, yeah, it yeah. is very close. And yeah, here. it's <laughs> it's like oh man. I can we say we didn't like see it coming though at a certain extent. Like it was just support was kind of like. It's not there, you know. They um, didn't have the games they needed, and then yeah. they're competing with like Xbox cloud gaming. Like, bro, can I don't think anybody can really compete with them anymore. I yeah, I would agree with you. It's um, it's hard to compete in this market, and uh, you know they just didn't have the footing. And I think their their business model too probably wasn't you know the most welcoming. Trying to charge full price for games and like it's not really on a system, so it just kind of lives on the cloud right. kind of thing. It just economically did not work, especially in today's climate with, you know, Xbox and xCloud and Game Pass and it's just better stuff out there, you know? So, rest in peace, it adds, it's added to the, uh, the Google, uh, the Google, what is it, the Google Graveyard? <laughs> Whatever that site's called. Yeah, the, gra the yeah. Google Graveyard. Yeah, it's, it's all the failed Google businesses. Google Graveyard's going to get as big as the Microsoft Graveyard now. That's for real. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's crazy too, because like that, um, it seems like so many things get added to that Google graveyard. And it's like when I first found out and I first saw it, it's like I didn't realize how many like products Google's one of the few in the world that can have what like probably 30, 40, 50 failed like ideas, you know. They'll try everything until yeah. one sticks, which is yeah. what you have to do. Especially you when you're that big, right? Yeah. You have to do that. You have no choice. Yeah. There's nowhere else to go. So <laughs> But um, yeah, dude, this episode was a banger. Uh, it, it's best performance of the year. Um, caught me by surprise at first, but I think you know after we analyze it, I kind of understand why. <laughs> this is a lot of just funny stuff, and weird articles, and that thumbnail, dude. Color, the color thumbnail pops. pops. <laughs> and 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 there's optic stuff in there. Optic's a big brand. I, I gotta yeah, give optic true. credit, you know. Shout out optic! Congrats on winning HCS. For sure, for sure. Who knows if they're gonna take a. CDL major this weekend. That is at the time of recording this. First CDL major is happening this weekend, so we'll see who's on top in that. But yeah. So the clip hit him with the article 
of the year. Before that, actually, I think it might be kind of related. Before that, the clip of the year. <laughs> so we had a top Ooh. clip, top clip of the year, the one that did the best. Had almost 600 views, Mike, on this clip, um, on our clip channel. Title of Xbox is not messing around. This was Xbox's transparency report <laughs> that they put out, uh, revealing, uh, I guess it was almost 5 million accounts that were proactively suspended in just six months. Um, yeah, this this one banged, dude. Six, I mean, six hundred views. Um, algorithm took it, and uh, thank you guys for watching it. Um, it was a very interesting article, to say the least. Um, I, I thought it was a, uh, it, it was very intriguing to hear that you know Microsoft is trying to take a more proactive approach on you know certain like suspicious activity and just you know bad accounts in general. So, um, very all around, I think positive article. Yeah, sees the show at the uh, the ship, you know. Yeah, they cleared house, and um, I'm pretty glad they did. Because in in that episode that week, I remember mentioning how there were just bots trying to like spam adult content, get people to go <laughs> yeah. to like external websites, yeah. and like, and also phishing for your password. It's like, dude, there are kids on this. Why yeah. are you here? Yeah, man. And they drop a ban hammer close to five million accounts. It's like, okay, that's good. Okay, that's, that works. Probably yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, it's proactive too. So they're you know just actively seeking them now, and so it's uh, good to make the community uh stronger and better and improved to say the least. Um. Yeah. Great article. Great clip. But it has nothing on what I think <laughs> was the best article of the year, Mike. I gotta pull it up here. I know we've danced around it this whole time, but it is time. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure people know. Yeah, if you didn't know, I mean, come on. It was the biggest, it was the biggest story and it happened, uh, like, right at the beginning of the year, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, this was, like, you know, a few episodes in for us. Um, so, it's so funny, too, because we started the show. We're like, oh, yeah, we'll just get some news. And then the biggest story of the year happens on, like, week two. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's, it's like all right uh let's see if the reporting's any good um but the biggest story of this year was xbox acquiring activision blizzard for 68.7 billion dollars yep that was it uh, is there any doubt it's got to be number one see, it's it probably going to be number two going into the next year or number one again going into the it, next year it very well could be it's not going to be resolved yeah. for a while yeah very well could be um but yeah, I mean, this is certainly the biggest story. Um, and from what we've seen, has aged interestingly, I won't say poorly, um, <laughs> since, the, uh, since the original announcement uh, between, you know, between governments having to verify and try and pass um, everything on their side and, you know, refusing it. And, you know, Europe's, you know, having some, having their qualms with the deal and, you know, but countries like Brazil and stuff just saying, oh, it looks good to me. <laughs> so they just like pass it through. Yeah. Um, some people more lax about it than others, but I mean, I could see why this is, this is a huge merger, um, a huge deal. And so, um, to a certain extent it, it requires you, you, if you don't look at this with a microscope, with a microscope, it's kind of like, you could be missing some things and I can understand that, which I think leads me into the latest update we have on this story. Cause ladies and gentlemen, this is going on 11 months almost and there is still, uh, there's an update just, you know, last week <laughs> about where this lies. So the only article you're getting this week <laughs> in the final episode, <laughs> uh, 
the final article we will be covering in 2022, uh, the FTC is suing Microsoft to block its Activision Blizzard purchase. Ladies and gentlemen, Federal Trade Commission has become uh, a player in this game. Um, it's a major challenge to Microsoft's planned $68.7 billion acquisition of the massive gaming company. Uh, they filed a legal challenge to try and block Microsoft's plan to buy Activision Blizzard at $68.7 billion, according to a press release from the regulator. The lawsuit was filed today after weeks of back and forth between Microsoft, Sony, and regulators over competition concerns for the future of Call of Duty. The FTC argues that the acquisition would, quote, enable Microsoft to suppress competitors to its Xbox gaming consoles and its rapidly growing subscription content and cloud gaming business. You can read the FTC's redacted complaint here. <laughs> they have a link to it in the article. Uh, or embedded at the bottom of this article. Very interesting. 23 pages. And we're going to read everything word for word. All right, Mike, let's go. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dude, this is... Oh, man. Oh, okay. Um, we are not reading this word for word. But certainly, uh, certainly an interesting... I don't know, maybe turn of events? I don't know. Maybe it was bound to happen. I, I think with, like, the whole... Uh, with the whole... Um, you know, with the, with the EU regulator clash that they had, um, I guess I can't be too surprised by it. But uh, but at the same time, like, dang, FTC is a uh, FTC has a look on this now, so who knows where it's gonna go? Yeah, who, yeah. Once the FTC has it, then you just have no idea which way it's gonna go. I feel like anything in the U.S. turns into something political. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I I guess the overall argument here is would it make microsoft a uh monopoly um, for like yeah. a crazy unfair market edge and advantage and it's it's really hard to tell i think it definitely is there have been way worse deals that have gone through yeah just saying i mean and how many monopolies do we have i i know it's so funny the running meme in this is yeah, but like Ticketmaster exists, kind of thing. <laughs> it's like yeah, Live Nation and you know yeah, Live Nation, Ticketmaster in the U.S. I I think they had to have gone like worldwide by now. They're so big. Yeah, but that I I usually don't say the word hate, but I hate them. <laughs> yeah, like that I mean, pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, I I would honestly probably join you in that. I think uh, I haven't liked their practices, especially you know over the past like decade or two. It's kind of just like a um it's clear that they just have the advantage. <laughs> so um, that's kind of a thing where you see a monopoly kind of rearing its ugly head, I think. Um, yeah. And I, I know, so there was also a statement, I think, from one of the director of the FTC's Bureau of Competition said Microsoft has already shown that it can and will uh, withhold content from its game, gaming rivals. Today we seek to stop Microsoft from gaming from gaining control over a leading independent game studio and using it to harm competition in multiple dynamic and fast-growing gaming markets. And then in response to that, Brad Smith, uh, Microsoft's vice chair and president, um, he actually said in a statement to The Verge, uh, we've been committed since day one to addressing competition concerns, including by offering earlier than earlier this week proposing proposed concessions to the FTC uh, while we believed in giving peace a chance. We have complete confidence in our case and welcome the opportunity to present our case in court. So he's like, yo, dog, FTC, Microsoft, bring it, buddy. Bring it, buddy. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what he's saying. Um, it's kind of crazy. I mean, that's, that, is, uh, that is some crazy confidence. So um, 
I mean, it is, you know, they said we continue to believe the, that this deal will expand competition and create more opportunities for gamers and game developers. Um, I mean, yeah, I, you know, I, I know we've addressed our opinions before. I think, um, I think certainly, yeah. I don't think COD's at risk. I don't think like Sony's at risk. I mean, well, COD, or take, but I don't think like Sony's at risk from this acquisition. Um, you know, uh, and I know Sony disagrees. Um, and I, I, I think even like, I think even Phil and correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure he said, you know, they were even looking at like renegotiating some of those deals to better fit Sony's terms. Um, so, I mean, there's, you know, Xbox is certainly open to that. But yeah, it's, um, we could see a court battle here between FTC and Microsoft. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's definitely going to court, man. It's like 100% going to go to court, I think. It, well, I think the, the only way it doesn't go to court is if Sony accepts the offer that Microsoft gave them to have a 10-year deal of all new Call of Duty games on their platform with yeah. exclusive content with Sony. So the thing I don't understand is like, it's, it's like Sony's main argument, the reason why they're so upset and the reason they're pushing for legislation and like a lawsuit in court is because they're afraid that Microsoft is going to make Call of Duty exclusive. But really, they shouldn't be afraid of Call of Duty. They should be more afraid of, like, all the other games under Activision Blizzard. Like, all the mobile games in particular. And also King. Yeah, before. King? Yeah. Like, if that happens, that's scary for Sony because they'll never be able to branch into any bit of, like, the mobile market. Microsoft King, just owns it at that point. King is mad money, baby. That's where the yeah. That's where the crux of this money is in the mobile, so... Yeah, like a king. It's 100%. like it's crazy. I th I think uh, the Call of Duty stance and the is like a buzzword to keep people like, oh yeah, everybody knows Call of Duty. It's a household thing. It's uh, been around for like twenty years. Everybody knows it. But it's like if you say King, it's like oh well, what's that? And then you start listing the names, like Candy, Candy Crush, Crush. <laughs> like all this other one. You're just like oh crap, like oh that makes sense. But that's too complicated. Just say Call of Duty. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, yeah, um, I could see that. I feel like yeah, there's a term for that, but I can't think of the name. Yeah. Term for trying to like a Trojan horse. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the term is. Um, That's what it feels like. Um, but at the same time, Sony's like all their all the games that we saw at the game awards, all the exclusives were Sony. There were no exclusives <laughs> for Xbox. Did you notice that? Yeah, I mean Xbox well, doesn't even care about selling consoles anymore. Yeah, they've stopped caring a long time ago. It's like it's yeah. what it is at this point. They only care. The only hardware they care about selling is controllers and games. And games aren't even hardware anymore. They're not even trying to sell hardware. They're trying to Digital sell the game world. Point. So I don't think they have anything to worry about. But also, I get their fear. Because Microsoft, at a Switch, could just be like, all right, no more of these games are going on Sony anymore. Let's crush them. Yeah. Yeah, so, totally get it. Yeah. It is what it is, yeah. I, I again this is certainly i don't even know how much how many more updates we'll get around the holiday season it's probably gonna get pushed to like january and then oh you know yeah, we'll see so. we'll hear more about it at the at the new year but um and who knows we may even hear stuff we could possibly hear stuff before you know the uh the premiere of next season but who knows man who knows dude it could be february till we uh till we actually hear anything yeah definitely i mean just the fact though that you know it's all 11 months now almost a year and just updates what feels like every week the biggest story of the year right there the acquisition and that just proves it yeah. <laughs> it's going to continue to be the biggest story um 
and I think it has to be the biggest story, not because it's like Call of Duty, but because of everything under Activision Blizzard. Yeah. And the fact that like Activision Blizzard's pretty much selling because of all the horrific things that have been going on at their company the last two years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. The last two years, it came out to the public. It's been like a decade of trash. <laughs> Just trash, yep. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. But you know, we live in the digital age, baby. Yeah. We certainly do. Certainly do. So yeah. I think uh I think that's pretty much it for like the year in review, unless you got more stuff. Is this the end of season three, Mike? This is it's the end of season three. <laughs> oh my god. How do you want to handle it going forward? Um because I know you and I we have some ideas of what we want to do. Maybe are we doing maybe uh a little bit of a, a teaser for season four at some point, you think? Or yeah, I think this you know. I could talk about it now. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're this far, first of all, thank you for listening. If it was one episode, if it was 47, if it was, you know, just two, I appreciate you just, you know, giving us your time and just checking out the news. And hopefully you're, uh, hopefully you're just as interested in this stuff as we are. This is something that's, you know, always been interesting to me. And I, I have to say thank you, Mike, for bringing me on, you know, let me join you hey, um, for, for the show. I think uh, I've had an absolute blast this past year. Uh, I, I'm super excited for next year. So it's been awesome, man. It's been truly awesome, but I think also we can, uh, if you've made it this far as well, you know, we could say, uh, um, I think this is, I'm pretty confident in this date. I think the season premiere of season four is probably going to be airing on January 13th, which is going to be the second week in January. So, um, we'll start recording back, you know, that second week and just keep an eye on the 13th. Um, I am planning to put out a, uh, Put out a little something, something at uh on New Year's. So check New Year's Day. I'll uh, also be coordinating with you, Mike. Um, yeah. Put out a little teaser for those that didn't make it this far and didn't listen. <laughs> so um, everyone will be informed. But yeah, so keep an eye out New Year's Day for something. And uh, yeah, just keep an eye out on uh, January thirteenth to probably see uh the next season. So very excited for the stuff we have. Uh, we have stuff planned. We have stuff. There's stuff I want to do too, but like I also want to, you know talk to you and get logistics worked out um i know like at one point we were talking about maybe streaming streaming these actual episodes you know yeah getting a live stream going i would love to do that i should just see you know hardware wise um if either of us can do it and how we would work that out so <laughs> we'd have to talk i, I had a I, I had a pretty good idea of how to do it um but we can talk about it offline off the yeah. off the recording for sure i got an idea should be fine uh more things i think just personally, I want more guests. Uh, I want to reach out yeah, to a couple sure. more people. Try to average once a month would be sick. Yeah, It'd be really cool. Sure. I don't think that's going to be feasible, but like I, I do want to get more than like four or five. Yeah, it's a. I I think it's. I think more four or five over the next year is definitely doable. <laughs> so I think it's yeah, a good goal. I, I, I yeah. I think the big thing for me too is like, especially, you know, with some of the changes and stuff for next season, I think it's going to, uh, I'm definitely excited to get people on and like, cause this is the thing we, we got this year out of the way. This is, this is the establishment year. This is, this is, this yeah, is, this is the test. This is the test work in my eyes. So, um, it's the rookie year. Yeah. It's the rookie year, dude. So yeah, we, we got under our belt and, uh, yeah, I, I would, I absolutely want to have guests, uh, more guests on next year. So I think we're going to be in a really good spot to do that. So I'm excited, man so pumped baby yeah love it well 
thanks for all the editing and the thumbnails that you've been doing. I really appreciate that. So all the thumbnails, all the fire has mostly been Kyle, except for the one solo episode I did. This man over <laughs> here banged out. This is the thing, dude. Yeah, I uh, you you already know. You already know I love doing it, but uh, yeah, I mean, just you know, th this guy could do it too. All right, everybody, like it's not just me. Okay, this guy can really. Uh, <laughs> this guy can bang him out. So, um, but yeah, no, very awesome stuff. Again, I'm just happy. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just happy, man. I'm happy with uh, happy what we've done. So excited. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's a, a perfect way to close out, don't you? Um, Three more. I know we always say this. We said it earlier. We try to keep these episodes sub sub hour. We're at hour twenty. <laughs> so thanks, <laughs> thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Um, if you want to reach out to us in the next like, so we're basically offline for like a month, really. Yeah. But yeah, we do have a much. Discord. You can reach out. Yeah. Um, we do have Twitter. You can contact us there if you want to like shoot us DMs. You want to play some games. I know like Kyle, you need to start streaming again. I stream occasionally. Nice. So jump nice. in the chat. Say what's up. Sometimes I got a cam on. It depends on the game, how I'm feeling. Sometimes, man, <laughs> I I've been thinking about it. My new rule, this is my personal new rule. If I'm playing a game and I have no real distractions around me, I'm streaming. That's there that's gonna go. be my new rule. Okay. So okay. I like I, I'm gonna have some pop-up streams here and there every now and then. I had one like the other night playing Overwatch and I was playing as a maid doing snowball, so <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, quick little self plug, Twitch, yeah. Facebook, all the other stuff. Links yeah. in the description, everything yeah, I mean, we talk about. All of our socials are down there, but yeah, if you want to contact us at all, I mean Discord's the best spot. <laughs> Just join join the Discord, see uh see the stuff. I mean, yeah, while, while we're out, too, I may try and, you know, if I see, like, an interesting article here and there while uh, we're off, I'll probably post it in there, too, on the newsstands, so. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, we do stuff there, but, yeah, discussion's always there. Enjoy. Join up, dude. You know, it's always a good time, so. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so I guess without further ado, this has been a wrap-up. Season 3 finale. This we appreciate you. Three. I'm Michael Anthony. That's Kyle Heath. Peace out. Have a happy holidays, everyone. Have a great new year. Bye. Happy gaming.